0: On this podcast, we love relationships. I've spoken about all kinds of relationships. My relationship with myself, friends, my father, even romantic relationships. But there's one relationship that I haven't really spoken about yet. It's my relationship with God. Sometimes I feel self-conscious speaking about my relationship with God because I feel like people wouldn't understand. Or because I feel like my experiences aren't shared. Sometimes I feel like my experiences aren't valid because I'm not quote-unquote a matured Christian or I haven't known God for long enough or whatever other reason my mind may come up with. Leading up to this episode, I was scared of speaking about God because I'm not where I want to be. I've been in a bit of a spiritual dip lately, But that doesn't take away from the experiences that I've had of God and where I'd like to be with God someday. I've had to be reminded that, much like all the other relationships I have in my life, my relationship with God must be nurtured. I must feed into it, pour into it, pour into it time, patience, understanding. I need to listen, I need to speak. in episode six, I'd like to travel back in time and unravel my journey with God and see where I am right now and maybe even picture where I want to be. So I'll start from the beginning. I grew up in church in the sense that both of my parents are Christian. And so I went to church pretty much every Sunday when I was younger I'd probably wear a little dress. Some cute little shoes that my mom would pick up for me. And this badass little backpack I had. It was pink. And it had princess written on like the zip. It was fantastic. And I'd carry this little children's Bible. Full of Bible stories. And I'd take that to Sunday school. And that would be it. And as I grew older. I still went to church. But. It just felt like more of a habit than an intentional feeling of wanting to go to church. And as we grow older, we seek out wisdom, we seek out understanding, we seek out truth for ourselves. And I sought out truth and wisdom and understanding through God. In 2018, when I was in grade 10, I went through a bit of a depressive episode. Because I'd never felt that lonely ever before in my life. A lot of my friends left my immediate environment and I was left all by myself. So open and exposed. And I went through a lot of things that made me question my character, question my identity, and question my ability to be. And in December 2018, I went on youth camp for the first time at my sister's church and it was a life-changing experience and the single verse that was the theme for the youth camp that year has pretty much fueled my Christian journey so far. Psalms 139 verse 5, David says of God, you have hedged me behind and before and you've placed your hand upon me. If that doesn't sound like beautiful imagery to you, then I don't know what is. The idea of God being behind you, ahead of you, and hovering over you, protecting you from all sides. It was beautiful. And I remember coming back from youth camp, and my sister and I were in my aunt's car. She was in the driver's seat, I was in the passenger seat. And I had tears filled in my eyes. I thanked her for taking me to youth camp. And even though she didn't know it, that experience saved my life. Very literally. And so from there onwards, I started cultivating a relationship with God. Going to church became this refreshed and renewed experience. Similar to the smell of the earth after it's rained. That's, that's what it felt like. It felt so fresh and new. And I had a new mind for God. I had this blank canvas because I'd ripped apart all the ideas I'd had of God before. This idea that God is an angry God. This idea that God is an uncompassionate and unforgiving God who's looking to wipe out the earth in his wrath. And instead, I began to learn more of God's character for myself, not what I'd been told about God. I learned that God is a gracious God. He's compassionate. He's slow to anger. And he's filled with loving kindness. And so throughout 2019, I went to church a lot. And I wish I had a more vivid recollection of this one specific incident, but I don't even remember the day that it was. I don't even remember the song that was playing, but I was at church and I fell to my knees and it felt like I was the only one in the auditorium. I didn't hear God speaking to me out loud. I don't remember Him speaking to me even from within. But I remember feeling like I was the only person in the church and the music was playing and my eyes were filled with so many tears. And now I'm not a crier. I'm a thug. I don't cry. So this was a strange experience for me. And I felt like I was in God's immediate presence. And ever since then, I started chasing this feeling of being close to God. And so I started reading the Bible more. I started surrounding myself with more people that were Christian. Or rather had relationships with God. Because there's a difference. You can be Christian, but you can't, but don't have a relationship with God. There's a difference. And so I started... Surrounding myself with those people and cultivating environments that grew my faith. And so lockdown came in March 2020. And we spent pretty much three months in the house. So now my normal patterns of going to church every Sunday were disrupted. This was the perfect petri dish for my faith because during this time I had to find new ways to connect with God new ways to connect with God on my own terms and in a safe space because as much as going to church is a joyful and beautiful experience it can sometimes make you question some things about yourself we don't all worship in the same way we don't all pray in the same way And being at home allows you to be fully yourself. To come just as you are, without any pretenses, without any theatrics. In front of God, just you. And so I started listening to podcasts of church sermons. I started watching YouTube videos and came across an entire community of young christians on the internet i was like what you can be young and a christian and still be cool what is that even possible and i came across artists that made me love worship music like montel fish and jonathan ogden and joseph solomon and i was like what worship music can be so beautiful and still catchy and not boring and that way I was able to delve into more traditional worship music like joyous celebration also because I grew up in church this is not something that was new to me right um at my at my grandmother's house I remember my aunt used to love playing singum Mshaba cds right so on Saturday mornings people are cleaning and you can hear rock of ages Cleft for me, just wash me, savior of my sins. I feel like God knew that if I could sing, it would be really chai for everyone. But this wasn't a new experience for me. It felt more like I was going back to what I'd already known. And instead, I was realizing the personal, or I was establishing a personal connection with what had already been my life. And so. I started to fall in love with God more. And in this process, something, somehow, somewhere, something clicked inside me. But God is actually real. Like, he stopped being this character seated in this heavenly place, in the canopies of the skies, and He became more personal. He became somebody that I spoke to every day. Somebody that I wanted to know more about. The same way that you'd like to know more about anyone else in your life that you care about. And this was a beautiful experience. I often say that the times that I felt most in love were the times that I was closest to God. Because God gave me the blueprint on how to love other people. I was a lot more patient with people, I was a lot more kind with people, I was a lot more compassionate towards people, because God had shown the same kindness, compassion and grace and mercy to me. Then somehow, I felt like Icarus, and it felt like i had flown too close to the sun, and I'd fallen back down to earth, with my wings of wax, melted. I felt myself grow distant from God, and I couldn't really realize why. I couldn't understand why. How could I go from being in a place where I felt inseparable from God to a place where it felt tedious and tiring to pray? Where it felt like the worship music wasn't speaking to me anymore where it felt like I was back to square one. My dad has a song that he really loves by Linda Randall called The God on the Mountain. And in the song, she sings about how the God of the mountain is still God in the valley. The God in the good times is still God in the bad times. How the God of the day is still God in the night. She says, Life is easy when you're up on the mountain. You've got peace of mind like you've never known. But talk comes so easy when life's at its best. And when you're down in the valley of trials and temptations, that's when your faith is really put to the test. I've thought about that song a lot lately because it feels like I'm back to square one in the same place where I started. Leading up to this episode, I felt like it wasn't valid for me to speak about my relationship with God, because right now I feel as far away from him as ever. But a friend of mine told me that there's beauty in the chaos. And I remember in my last episode, I said, what has been can be again. And Linda Randall reminded me that the God of the mountain is still God in the valley, that the same God whose praises I could sing when I was in this little bubble of praise and worship and in tuneness with him, I can still reach him, though I feel far. And why? It's pretty simple. We've all been purged in the hyssop of love. Because God is faithful. Even when we aren't. And he's loving. And his love and his mercy, they all endure forever. And so let this be my prayer that I'll find my way back to that space and travel to new spaces and understand God even more. And I want to hear from you. What has your relationship with God looked like? How has it changed? Has it become better? Has it become worse? If it's anything like mine, consider talking to God. He's listening. Even right now.